Thank you for listening to this week's Freedom Church podcast. We hope it helps and inspires you. We are at the end of Get Kitted Out, which is the series we've been looking at uh, about the armour of God. Uh, We started all those weeks ago at the Belt of Truth. Uh, In a post-truth world, what does that look like? And then the breastplate of righteousness, uh, we looked at uh, these. Uh, Shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, sword of the spirit. And last week we had Adam Kluwer join us uh, for the shoes of readiness of the gospel. And uh, some of you may be thinking, well, we've covered all of those. Why are we still talking about it? Uh, Well, the truth is, uh, Paul, uh, who has written the imagery that we see in Ephesians, uh, doesn't stop at the sword of the spirit, which is the last one. Uh, He actually continues with a really important charge. And some Christians say that it's the most important thing that a Christian can do. And that is to pray. To pray. That's what he says, uh, and pray. So um, as we start, uh, let's pray. And I thought it would be really good uh, together that we could uh, pray the Lord's Prayer together, uh, if you're up for that. Um, so let's uh, say this. I know it's very well known, isn't it? Sometimes we can just read the words, but let's mean it. Uh, let's pray this prayer together. So, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And Father, that is our prayer. God, would you speak to us today? And Lord, may you spark a fire in our hearts uh, to hear from you and to speak to you, to pray, God. And Lord, would you speak through me in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good. Well, if you've got your Bibles uh, with you, why don't we read for the last time in this teaching series uh, the passage we find the armour of God in, which is Ephesians chapter 6. So finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armour of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flame and arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me, this is Paul speaking, that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. This is the word of God. Thanks be to him. Amazing. Well, there was a time in my life, actually, um, 
a fair few years ago that uh, prayer was really constant for me. There was just a, a time in, in my life, and it was amazing. Um, I was working at McDonald's at the time. I needed a lot of prayer, and, uh, and it, was, it was great. And uh, I had no commitments, hadn't met Jordan yet. I'd just finished school. Um, I dropped out of college. It just wasn't working. I was working full-time. Uh, but it was shifts, so there was, uh, I had a routine, it was really easy, and just prayer was a really natural part of my daily activities, and it was amazing, it really was. Uh, you know, I heard from God, and uh, I spoke with him on so many occasions, and I've got so many beautiful memories of connecting with the God of the universe. But if you're anything like me, sometimes those memories can just be memories, why can't it always be like that? Do you get that? Sometimes you've had memories and uh, you, maybe you're a new Christian. You've just become a Christian. Welcome to the family. Uh, you know, you may be, and you might be having those experiences now of, you know, having real great times of prayer with God. Maybe you're like me and sometimes the, the memories are, oh, fish off. Uh, the, sometimes the memories uh, are memories. And you're like, oh, I wish I could go back there. I wish it, wish it could be more like that. And maybe you've never been in that experience. But thankfully, we're not alone. We don't struggle by ourselves because in the, the day of Jesus when Paul was writing this, the church clearly had a problem as well and had a, a real issue with this sometimes. Which is why he says, and pray, I want you to pray. In his letters to the churches we find in the New Testament, he talks about prayer over 50 times. I think he thought it was quite important for us to pray. Uh, why don't you take a look, to, look at the screens? These are hilarious. Okay, so this one is uh, Jesus on a computer with an angel. And he said, I think I need to set up a spam folder to catch lottery prayer requests. Who's prayed for win the lottery? Let's not put our hands up for that. Okay, the next one. This is my absolute favorite. I prayed 403 times today. Woohoo! New high score. Come on. Uh, the next one is uh, this. Oh, great. Here comes Bob. I told him I'd pray for him. Dear God, help Bob. Amen. Hey, Bob, I'm praying for you. <laughs> Who's done that here? <laughs> uh, the next one, the last one. Son, I'm sure glad to see you with such a long prayer list. Isn't it good to pray for others? Others? This list is for me. It's, it's funny, isn't it? Prayer. What is prayer? What do we look like? And uh, over the years, um, there's been uh, many music artists uh, who have sung about prayer, which is weird. I'm sure some come to mind. We've got Justin Bieber. Because I know there's sunshine beyond that rain. I know there's good times behind the pain. Heaven, tell me I can make a change. I close my eyes and I can see a better day. I close my eyes and pray. I've got a bit of take that. All I do is not is pray. Oh, yeah, hoping that I'll be a part of you again someday. Mm. I really want to continue, but I'm not going to. Okay, take that. And uh, just recently, actually, Sam Smith uh, brought one out called Pray. You might have heard of it. And it says, there's dread in my heart and fear in my bones, and I just don't know what to say. Maybe I'll pray. Maybe I'll pray. I've never believed in you, no, but I'm going to pray. Everyone prays in the end. And I don't know, there's a bit of a stigma, isn't there, in the world of what prayer is, what it looks like. And sometimes it can be, oh, when I need something, I'll pray. Or uh, I don't really believe in God, but just in case he's there, oh, I'll, I'll pray, maybe now and again. And sometimes prayer can be a last resort, and that's just not for people in the world. <laughs> that's us. How often is prayer our first reaction? 
oh, I need to pray. Oh, I should, I'm going to pray about that. And I guess, uh, you know, we've all done it, haven't we? But even this week, I, I did that, same thing. Uh, I, I had a headache, and uh, my first thing was, oh, I've got to tell someone about it. So I text Jordan, oh, I've got a headache, sad face. You know, not in the power, power of the name of Jesus, my headache, will you go? It's not like that, is it? Sometimes we forget that, that prayer is so accessible, and yet it's not our first reaction to do it. And it begs the question, well, what is prayer? What is it? What does it look like? Is it just shooting up requests to God now and again, hoping that he'll listen? Well, I grew up uh, being told that my God never goes to sleep. But do we believe that's true? Is, do we believe that he's always listening? There's a song, but I won't sing it. Oh, I will. That God never goes to sleep. My God never goes to sleep. No? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, is, is prayer just about, um, you know, telling God about uh, things that are happening, just to keep him in the loop, you know, of what's going on? You know, I, the Bible tells us that, uh, you know, what if, whatever we ask, the Father already knows. Do we believe that's true? The Father knows already what we're going to ask him. Uh, prayer is described in the Bible uh, as these things. They'll come on the screen. Uh, seeking God's favor. Pouring out one's soul to the Lord, crying out to heaven, drawing near to God, kneeling before the Father. And this morning, I really believe that God wants us to be reminded of, of just this really simple action that we could do. And that is to look up. Everyone look up? Very nice ceiling. You know, to look up. To look up to God. We can often look to the right. We can often look to the left. We can always look behind and maybe inwards to ourselves. But this morning, I really believe that God wants us to, to look up. Look up. Look to me. Look up. So let's see what Paul says in Ephesians 6 here. It's just one verse uh, from uh, Ephesians 6, verse 18. And it says this, and pray, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions. With all kinds of prayers and requests, with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And, you know, Paul encourages the church here to pray, to talk with God, to go to God, to look up to him. And, uh, and technically, the, the first uh, section of this verse, actually, um, isn't a sentence in itself. Uh, so what it does, it actually finishes off the sentence that we begin in verse 14, where it says, Stand firm then, comma, wearing the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, blah, 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 and pray. It's like it's finishing off the sentence. Which is why we wanted to, to give a whole week to this, because Paul wanted us to pray, to wear the armor of God and to pray. We can't wear the armor of God without praying, to talk, we're talking with God. You know, as I put on the belt of truth, may we do it uh, choosing to believe that God is the only truth. And whilst I put it on, I'm going to pray, God, would you uh, make it so fundamental in my life that no lies make themselves uh, live in me. You know, the breastplate of righteousness, as I put it on, I'm going to pray that, God, would I know deep down that I am righteous? And maybe, uh, not maybe, God, we ask that you'd bring to light those things where we're not righteous. With the, the shield of faith, the helmet, as we put on these pieces of armor, Paul wants us to pray. And he continues and pray, but in the spirit, in the spirit. 
Some say that prayer is the most powerful resource we have as Christians. And that's probably because we have direct access to the God of the universe. It's like being given, um, you know, like the, not that <laughs> I've had one, but you know the all-access areas passes? You can get at gigs and stuff. It's like having one of those to the throne room of God. We have a, an access all areas to the throne room of God Almighty. Amazing. And so in this spirit, it's praying, uh, not, you know, it's praying with him. The spirit enables us to pray, to speak with him. The spirit enables us to, to come boldly to the throne room of God in the spirit. And, you know, praying in the spirit looks like praying with him. You know, we're not asking, oh, God, can you do this thing that I'm doing? It's, God, would you help me do what you're doing? Help me to, to be in the place where you want me to be and not just where I want to be. And so he says, and pray in the Spirit. And he continues, on all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests. Now, some of us here find it uh, easier to pray when things are going really great and actually find it really uh, hard to pray when things are, uh, are going a bit pear-shaped. Well, some of us are a complete opposite. When we find it easier to pray when things are, are really hard, and we actually find it easier to pray when uh, the other one, whatever I just said, that's the one. Yeah, you got it. You know, and, and so this challenge is for all of us, you know, to pray on all occasions. To pray whatever situation, whatever experience, whatever we're going through, to pray. And, you know, that, it just seems a bit weird sometimes, doesn't it? I don't know. Like, to pray on all occasions, what does that look like? You know, in our daily routine. It, it might look like, uh, you know, as you pick up the kids, uh, you know, or take them to school, that you pray, uh, God, I, I pray for my kids that they would uh, have strong friendships and that there would be a light shining for Jesus, for their friends and their teachers. It might look like that in our daily routine. It might be when uh, wash, watching the news or the, the paper, you know, instead of, oh, oh man, this is really scary, actually you go, God, I'm going to pray that you intervene. Just as we're watching the news, God, would you, would you intervene? And maybe scrolling through Facebook. We do it a lot, don't we? Scroll that news feed. You know, instead of judging people on their statuses, why don't we pray for them? Why don't we pray? God, would you bless them? They, they annoy me, but God, help them not, not to annoy me. You know, help me love them, God. <laughs> help me love them. You know, scrolling through Facebook. Uh, shopping, sometimes, you know, when we're shopping and just about, we can pray, God, thank you for your provision. Father, would you continue to provide for me and my family? You are so good. And as we're talking with people, I always see some of you in Aldi. What's that about? <laughs> Whenever I go, there's one of you. <laughs> You're everywhere. <laughs> you know, praying when we're shopping, just in daily routine. Let's pray. And, you know, watching the football, not going to comment. Next one. Eating with friends. <laughs> eating with friends, doing all sorts of things. Watching our favorite episode of some TV or something. Let's, let's continue to pray in all occasions. But also those all occasions also include some really hard stuff, doesn't it? You know, when sickness is really apparent, when disaster strikes, when life is coming to an end, when debt is hovering over us, stress surrounds us. 
the, the last seven uh, in October, are we still in October? We are, aren't we? So the, the seven for this month, um, there was a moment where we gave each other the, the opportunity to, to be on our knees. We were talking about connecting with God in different ways, and one of them was posture. You know, how often do we get on our knees? And, and, and in times like disaster and sickness and, you know, the, the parable of the persistent widow, how often are we persistent with God on all occasions? Persistent with God. And, and it's, it's really hard, isn't it, in those, in those times, especially for those of us who find it easier to pray when everything's going okay. And then disaster comes and you just, we don't turn to prayer. Whereas Paul says, on all occasions, pray. And so Paul finishes the charge by reminding us to be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Now, was it just me or at the Freedom Conference two weeks ago, wasn't it just so beautiful when Simon Benham um, encouraged us to pray for each other? It was so beautiful. We're like, wow, we should do this more, to pray for each other. But, you know, not just in church, not just when we meet in connect groups, that's really easy, right? You know, throughout the week, let's text each other, message, is there anything I can pray for you for? I'm praying for you. Let's pray for each other. That's what Paul encourages us to do, to pray for each other. You know, not like Bob in the cartoon earlier. Oh, oh quick, God bless them, amen. Oh, I've been praying for you. You know, let's, let's spend time praying for one another. This is all really good stuff that Paul is telling us to do. And so he says, stand firm then. That's his, that's his charge. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. And whilst you're doing it, be alert and pray for all the Lord's people. Paul is saying, look, guys, you've got to look up. Wearing the armor of God, you've got to look up. Look up. And so uh, I guess the question that's just been really bugging me this week while I was preparing is, well, why on earth is it so flipping hard? Why is it so hard? Why do we find it so hard to pray, to make time for prayer? And so I'm not going to answer the question because I found it too hard. So I'm going to give it to you. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so just in the people around you. All right, some of you love this bit, some of you hate it, but em- embrace it. Uh, with the, just the people around you, answer this question. Why can praying be so hard? And be honest with each other. And then we'll come back together and share our ideas. So you've got a couple of minutes, and then we'll come back together.
It's been a long and narrow road, and my feet are bare with no soul. And when I share what we've come up with, right? I ain't got all the answers. So um, you may have some better ones than me. All right, so why is praying so hard? All right, let's go to the birthday girl. Happy birthday! It's your birthday! Uh, this group over here, why is praying so hard? Should we get the, can we get the mic? Sorry. Thanks. There, go, there we are. Um, we were just having a little chat in our group and saying about how we want in life to have immediate responses, and sometimes prayer isn't like that. And uh, sometimes, you know, it's dealing with disappointment. Maybe God doesn't answer in the way we think He's going to answer. Um, sometimes it's time and busyness, and uh, so yeah, there are a few of our thoughts. Nice. I want to nick everyone's. Amazing. Thank you. Go for it, Amanda. Um, I'm going to be brutally honest, sometimes my head is so full of everything else that it just doesn't seem to have time and space for it. And mm -hmm. I need space to be able to pray. Um, and even though I try to deal with it as an ongoing conversation, rather I'm going to pray, it's almost as if it's that friend that's always with me. But sometimes I forget he's there. Yeah. Go on, Jim. Uh, and so I was thinking about it's just like a person. So if you haven't had a conversation with a person for a long time, it can be quite... Uh, awkward. Mm, awkward, yeah. yeah. But when you get into that conversation, it, it can get easier and easier. Yeah, it's good to get into a routine. It's easier when it's, when it's a routine, isn't it? But when we fall out of the routine, we're like, oh, how do we get back in it? Yeah, it's good. Um, we thought we live in a fast-paced life, so there are so many distractions that come our way. Mm -hmm. And also the devil knows that um, prayer is the only way um, that can lead us to God. So he brings so many distractions, a lot of things, and we were talking about Facebook, children, jobs, so many things that he used to distract us from, um, from yep. praying. It's good. Really good. The enemy loves it when he, feel, when he makes us feel that it's just a ceiling. But every word we say to our Heavenly Father, he hears it. And that spiritual battle, then praying in the Spirit, is won. Yeah. Yes, it's the battle we're in, isn't it, that Paul talks about? Yeah, good. Yes, we were just uh, saying... Um, don't always have the right words, you know, trying to find the right words to say an eloquent prayer. Yeah. And sometimes I say, Lord, I don't know how to pray, but this is a situation. And I want to know if I prayed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so true. I think uh, uh, when we met for staff prayer at one point, I just randomly asked Sim, like, what do you think of the, the verse that says, don't use long, a lot of words when you pray? And what does that mean? Just sit there in silence? Like, you know, don't babble on, it says. Just you pray, just talk to God. It's really good. Okay, further forwards. Cheers. When I first became a Christian at 16, um, I was over here in England, a disgrace. I pretended that Jesus was sitting at the bottom of my bed. I chat to him. And wow. my prayers were answered. And I found also later that praying deeper, praying tongues, because then you don't yeah. have to think of the words. Yeah, that's true. And you can pray even deeper, just praying in the spirit. Mm. And things happen. Yeah, really good. Is that it? 
And I guess the, the barrier is, obviously, he's invisible. <laughs> it's like, who are we talking to? You know, where is he? Where is he? But yeah, imagine him and brought me to bed. That's amazing. So good. Neil and Judith, come on, you've got something to say. <laughs> yeah, it was really interesting what Joe was just saying, because I remember... Adrian Kumper, I'll quote you on this. When we're having really difficult times at home with teenagers, um, and we just you're just so wound up and stressed about it all. Yeah. To it's all go, Beth, isn't it? It's all Beth. It was all <laughs> Beth, actually. And just to go in, and it was the best tip ever, Adrian, was to go and I'm, we just, when they were sleeping, to pray, and to pray in tongues. Because over them. The, over them. Right. Um, so, you know, praying using the Holy Spirit, you know, it talks in yeah. the Bible of the gift of tongues, and we all, all have access to that. Because yeah, you can't do. always sometimes think of the words. Yeah. And God just comes, and it really turned around a lot of really, really hard situations. Yeah, really cool. Sorry, can I, this is just something that I found really helps me to, when it is hard to pray. And mm -hmm. I, it's really something I've only practiced for the past three months is actually to listen to the worship songs that tell the truth about God, particularly the ones yep. that, where we sing truth. And that gets my mind in the right attitude. And then after that, I want to pray. So that yeah. helps me when it's hard. That's cool. Yeah, worship music. So good. So accessible now, isn't it? Great. Um, I think the enemy is a master at planting things in your path. Your prayer life is your primary connection point to God. And he will do everything he can to trip you up fair and foul and sometimes even laudable things that you think are acceptable to divert you away from spending time with God. You see, the more time you spend with God, the more you get to know God, the more you understand God's ways, the more you become like God. Mm. And so the problem is then that if the enemy can distract you and take you away from that time, and prayer is not, you know, Paul says there are four things. Besides, uh, is the point four times. He uses the word all. Mm. Praying in all occasions, praying with all kinds of prayer, praying for all the saints. And, and Paul knew that for him to fulfill his, his mission, he needed them to pray for him so that he might proclaim the word of God fearlessly as he knows that he should. I go away on holiday. They call me Mr. Sunshine in the movement. Um, I love to go away and the first thing I do when I get to the beach is I go on the beach and I stand with my feet in the water and I thank God for my church, thank God for my kids, I thank God for his provision, I thank God for all those things and then I say to him, I'm not here just on holiday, I want you to lead me to people that might need to hear uh, your word. I pray for people who've lain at the feet of Buddha and my wife said, there's a guy out there lying at the feet of Buddha, a 10-foot statue of Buddha. I said, I'm not having that. <laughs> Went out. There was this Canadian bloke. His name was Earl. I said, what's the problem? He said, I thought he'd made, you know, too many sherbets. And, um, and he said to me, he said, oh, I've got a bad back. I said, listen, I'm not so much into Buddha, but I am into Jesus. And I know that he can touch your body today. Will you let me pray with you? And you'd be amazed at how many people will allow you. While I was away in... Um, where have we just come back Story from? Story number two, isn't it? Yeah, Dominican, go on. Dominican, Re Dominican Republic. <laughs> While I was away in Dominican Republic just recently, <laughs> I was in the pool minding my own business, having a swim, and God led me to this couple. And what I didn't realise was she had been married to a pastor, and he was a pastor's son. And they weren't in church, and they were battling with church. Have you noticed that church isn't perfect? No perfect church. We are perfect. 
I'm joking. But but our God is perfect. Yeah, that's good. And so what? So he led me into a conversation with this guy, massive guy. You know, he was an American guy, just huge. And he allowed me in the middle of the pool to pray with him. I've prayed with people who are suicidal. I've prayed with full-grown blokes. I don't care who they are, where they are, what they are. Paul says, and pray also for me that I might proclaim the gospel fearlessly. Do you know we don't have to, you know, we use the term apologetics. It's one of the worst terms out there. But we don't have to apologize for the gospel. Mm, it's good. Because it's the power of God unto salvation. It's good. Full stop. Nice one. <laughs> That's good. No, thank you. Really appreciate that. Um, it's, it's hard. Sometimes it's really hard. And I guess the, you know, I just really, you know, really felt God say, you know, I, I want you to look up. I really want you to, to look up. And uh, in, in all circumstances and all uh, things, but there is barriers, isn't there? there? There are barriers and things you touched on. You know, it's trust. We're not very trusting sometimes. And prayer just has trust written all over it. If we're praying, we're, we're actually asking God to do something. We're saying, well, God, we can't do it by ourselves. Often we think we can, which is probably why we don't pray maybe as much. Because we're not trusting him, we're not believing in him. In James it says, um, if you, you know, you don't have because you don't ask. What? You, you don't have what you want because you haven't asked for it. What if we ask? Could you imagine? What are you asking for at the moment? Trust God with it. Trust God with it. And uh, distractions, it's another one, isn't it? So easy in this day and age, distractions. You know, it's a simple tip, just turn off your phone when you go pray with God. Don't put it on silent because it still buzzes. And then you're like, oh, who is it? Is it an emergency? Maybe I'll just have a quick look. You know, turn it off. Put it in another room. Distractions, so easy to be distracted when coming to pray. And that's not just in times of prayer. That's praying, you know, at all times. Being aware of God's presence wherever we go. What a beautiful thing. I just so want to get better at that. I've been aware of his presence wherever I go. Distractions, such a barrier. And time, of course. And I guess um, I, God challenged me this week with um, you know, th these excuses sometimes we come up with. And there was a great uh, definition of uh, excuses. Uh, and it says this, excuses are rationalizations we make to ourselves about people, events, and circumstances. They, invent, they are invented reasons we create to defend our behavior. What? So I'm making up an excuse to defend that I'm not praying. I'm not happy with that. I'm not okay with that, with making excuses. I've gone, no, that's not an excuse. I've tried to defend my reason why I'm not praying. Well, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. I'm meant to be a disciple of Jesus. I'm called to do something. I'm called to pray. Why am I doing it? I'm called to pray. And so we can often make time as an excuse, can't we? If time, I haven't got time. But the problem is, if there was 25 hours in a day instead of 24, we still wouldn't do it. Why is that? We make time to eat. I love to eat. I make time for it. I make time to sleep. I love my sleep. I make time for that. I make time to watch my favorite episode of a season to go to the cinema. We make time for all sorts of things. Why don't we make time for prayer? Maybe we should put it in our diaries. 
you know, between when I got home from work, half five, half six, I'm going to pray. That's what I'm going to do. I don't know. It's a challenge for us all. But time shouldn't be an excuse. Because if we had more of it, we still probably wouldn't do it. And so there is loads of different reasons why it's so hard. But, you know, Paul, he, you know, he says it a lot in his letters to pray. And so it's important. And I encourage you to look up, to, to find ways of doing it. I'm not going to tell you the answers. And I kind of thought, oh, should I be? Should I say, oh, this is how you do it, or you should do this? No, I, I, I think God wants to challenge us individually of going, okay, you go home, and, and you get on your knees, and you say, God... Help me to pray. Show me in what way I could get better at this. And so I'm kind of, you know, I was, I was like, oh, is this a bit vague? Is, you know, I'm just talking about prayer. Well, no, I think God has, has given us each a responsibility to do this and to find the way for us. Yes, there's different ways of doing it, of going, okay, well, how, how can I get better at this? How can I get better at looking up? Time is going, but uh, I read this story. Uh, If a doctor diagnosed you with a life-threatening illness, and in order to stay alive, you were told to take a specific medicine every morning, would you miss one? Would you act blasé about the situation and forget to take it one morning? You just wouldn't. You'd have a routine. It would always be on your radar. There wouldn't be a morning where you wouldn't take the medicine. And taking that medicine would be the most important thing you did each day. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't have life. Could you imagine if we had that same attitude with prayer? If I don't do this, what a challenge. At the moment, um, there's a couple of us uh, running we're training for a half marathon, hopefully for CAP in April, uh, if it happens. And uh, Tim Park has been really great for us. He's uh, helping us. We're really not runners, but we're doing it anyway. Uh, but, you know, something Tim said to us as we were running, we were going up a hill, and he said, guys, you've got to look up. We were like, look up, look up. Because when you're running up a hill, when you look down, you're stopping the breath from going in and out, so it's harder. But when you look up, it's easier to breathe and you can carry on with a lot more ease than you would looking down. And when I, I went for a little run on Monday, I was inspired. And, um, and as I was, these words just kept on. I just could not stop saying it. I was running around Abbotswood, probably looking like a proper loony. Look up, look up, look up, look up. You know, look up. God was saying, Hannah, you've got to look up. And not just in running, but look up to me. I want you to look up. I want Freedom Church to look up. Because when you look down, it's harder. Look up, and it becomes easier. Look up. And as I got home, I I wrote this spoken word piece, um, and I'd love to share it with you now. Jim, you want to come up with the team? Um, Yeah, I just just wrote these words, and for some reason, they came to be something, (laughs) uh, which sometimes often happens. But um, but yeah, I just really feel like whatever the circumstance, whatever experience, whatever the season... God really wants us to look to him instead of looking to others. We can so often do that, can't we? We can go, I'm going to go look to my parents. They'll help me. I'm going to look to my spouse. They'll they'll help me. I'm going to look to to Sim. He's the church leader. He'll help me. Well, sorry to break it to you, but he's not Jesus. Amen. He's not Jesus. 
And, and yes, we're community. We're, we're here to help you, staff and leaders. We're here to help you, but we're not going to help you as much as God will, which is why he wants us to look up to him. So here's the, the spoken word piece uh, that I wrote. Look up. When the fight isn't fair and injustice surrounds you, look up. When the devil rules guilt, shame and condemnation, look up. When what's false seems true and the world looks appealing, shiny and new, look up. Uncertain of your salvation? Not sure if your place in heaven is legit? Then look up. Look up and see Jesus, who for you hung and died on a tree. When your motivation is running low and the inspiration of the daily routine is exhausted, look up. When all you want is for the world to swallow you up and when your head and heart are saying give up, look up. Don't look left, right, down and around because the only one who can fill the gap is the one who's placing grace into your lap. Look up towards your almighty God, your saviour. Look up and pray. Connect with your creator. Only he can give you hope. Only he can give you joy. Only he can provide for your every need. Look up. Present to him the things you desire. Request to him the change you want to see. Look up. When the rain crashes down, when the storm grows fierce, when the thunder claps and the clouds don't seem to clear, look up. Because when you look up, the storm doesn't disappear, it doesn't dissolve into thin air. No, but looking up helps you breathe, helps you see the bigger picture. Looking up takes your eyes off the lies and onto the truth maker. Look up. Connect with the God who made you, molds you, transforms you. Look up and become aware of his presence. And the old you will soon become the new you. The new you who doesn't look to others, left or right. You'll look up. You'll look up to the one who knows you. You'll look up and speak. Speak to the God who loves you. Look up. Why don't we stand together? Father, would you help us? Help us as we go to look up. God, would you bring us to our knees in prayer? May prayer become just so natural for us, we pray. God, our request, our petition to you is that you would help us, teach us to pray. May it not just be something we do, but may it just be embedded in who we are. We are prayers. Father, would you help us to do that? To look up. In Jesus' name, amen. For more information about Freedom Church, please go to www.freedomchurch.uk. Thank you for listening.